Hey everybody, it's Andrew Burkham here. You know me as the host of Phoenix Talk Radio, as well as the producer for the Phoenix Podcast Network. We have a special episode of Phoenix Talk Radio for you this week. It's something a little different, a little unorthodox. I hope you enjoy it. What we have here is a recording of a live stream that the Phoenix Creative Collective did a couple of weeks ago. And what we did is we sat down kind of got on Facebook Live with some of our fans and some of our co-collaborators and just talked through everything that's going on with the Phoenix Creative Collective right now. Almost a State of the Union address, kind of. So, what I have for you today is the live audio from that. Now, keep in mind, this was not intended to be used necessarily as a podcast, I knew that I was going to present it for you this way, but we just didn't really have the space or the the equipment to, to make the audio what I normally expect out of one of our podcasts. So it's a little bit rough, but there's a lot of good information in here. So I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, this is Phoenix Talk Radio Live. Well, hello to everybody who is watching us out there. Hi. And hello to those of you who are listening to us in podcast form. Oh, it's podcast. Right. This is uh, Phoenix Talk Radio. As you know, Phoenix Talk Radio is a show that is all about arts that are going on in the Central Valley and beyond, and uh, where you can get all the latest on the Phoenix Creative Collective. And here with me today, I have... Uh, uh, gosh. Your radio voice just turned on. I know. I know. You sound amazing. I was like, voice what? It's amazing. Hold on. Everyone, let uh, Andrew please finish. I'm sorry. Continue. My name's Andrew Burke. <laughs> Continue the introduction. Say yeah. again. And I'm here to bring you the lead. No, no, no. Uh, but we are here tonight with the Phoenix Creative Collective, and we're here. Some of us. In uh, most of us. Most of us. The vast majority of us. <laughs> we're here in kind of a live hang out on Facebook. Um, it's a little difficult because we have uh, we have a spurious connection. <laughs> Our connection is amazing. It's, Thank you very much. Yeah. And also not that great. I'm sorry. It's not great. Our um, connection is great. Our, yeah. our connection No, we're connected. Very yeah. yeah. By the way, Noel, um, and and friends, um, you know how <laughs> that's, that's the name of this now, yeah. Noel and yeah. Noel and friends. <laughs> you know how in the the actual podcast studio we have a rule about uh, the table, what we do with the table. Oh, is it the same? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I no, you can shake the table all you want, but um, just every time you no like, dropping. we hit the table or yeah. we set a thing down on the table, uh, it's going to make some yeah. noise. And you that's, want me to go get some carpet? Do you have some carpet? I do not, but I do have some. Um, <laughs> I have some coasters. Now, that now I need another drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can go look for some coasters. For coasters for what? To prevent Jamming. banging on the table? Is that the coasters don't do Table that? banging. Yeah. Shock absorbent. Yeah, shock absorbent yeah, table these, banging. The ones I have have like are like tile on the top. So I yeah. feel like it yeah. might just be worse. Yeah. So if I pick up my sippy cup, I can't ever set it down. No. Yeah. It's well, weird. But we're here tonight, and one of the reasons we're here we tonight is we're here to talk about uh, the Patreon campaign that we right. just launched, right? Yes, indeed. And so one of the great things that people can do is if they want to support the Phoenix Creative Collective, uh, they now have this new... Um, we now have this new kind of method or this new way in which they can support us. So uh, we, we want to talk a little bit about that, right? Rob's going to talk about Rob, that right now. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about the explain. Patreon? Uh, you want me to explain? Yes. So uh, back in don't uh, put it down, though. back in the Renaissance, 
Oh my god. Oh, oh boy. Jeez. Oh boy. Wait, wait is that, is that, did I just, did I just get, got, no, continue. Did I, did I get too pretentious there? No. Do we fast forward a little bit? Yeah. Well, well, I want to hear what you're going to say. It starts with, back, in the, back in the Renaissance, artists used to partner with various families and patron, patrons mm-hmm. throughout the mm-hmm. Uh, their country, and those patrons would actually then sponsor those artists to go out and make art. Correct. And so the whole purpose of Patreon, which mm-hmm. is what it's called, is because I don't think they could afford, you know, Patreon or Patron. Patron, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so they started Patreon.com with that same sort of mentality. It's uh, basically kind of uh, this organization, this company, uh, that is drawing all these artists and the arts companies to it, and the idea is people all over the world will see what these artists are creating and then they have the ability to make a contribution to that organization to help support uh, their art and their arts organizations. And mm-hmm. so, it's, so a lot of artists, individual artists and uh, arts organizations are kind of going to Patreon uh, for this exact purpose. So we looked it up. We looked it up. We looked it up. Oop. And we thought this was a really interesting way yeah. to both make a contribution and also kind of engage, uh, in what we call like our all access yeah. uh, pass, uh, which is not just a pass to come see shows. It's basically it basically provides you an opportunity to have more access to how entertaining most of you are around this table. Could you identify which ones of us are not interesting around the table? No, oh, please, Rob. But it's a subscription service to <clears throat> Phoenix. Yeah. So basically right? what you're doing yeah. is you're offering to pay uh, monthly. Yep. Yep. You're gonna say and there's different tiers you can offer to you know pay ten dollars a month, uh, twenty five dollars a month. Fifty dollars a month. Forty five. Forty five dollars a yeah. month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for each tier, you get some things back. And yep. One of the things that we are offering with every one of our tiers is what we call the All Access Pass, which is a different way to think about coming to see art, mm-hmm. which is you have your pass, and you can see whatever art you want to, whenever you want to, as many times as you want to. So right. there is a certain show that we're doing that you really like. Uh, you can see that show once, you can see that show twice, you can see it for the entire run, or you can see it not at all. And it's no... It's no hassle on you because right. you've already agreed to pay once a month. And so it's what we've been kind of calling like the the Netflix for theater. Right. So as someone who might be, you know, thinking about signing up for this, if you pay your $10 a month, how do you go about redeeming your ticket to a show? Well, uh, well uh, once you become one of our patrons, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to... Uh, start the process. We're we're mailing you all the information. You'll have the ability uh, to purchase your. Uh, if you want to see a show, you can purchase one ticket, or your you can redeem your all access pass right. for one show online. Mm-hmm. If you want to come see a show multiple times, you can call into our phone number, talk to our lovely uh, box office. Uh, Savant, Butter Voice. You can talk to Butter Voice. Radio Voice and Box Office Voice, two separate right? yes. oh, oh, things. Yeah. That is true. He yeah. sounds like yeah. a I'm a little troll. disappointed. I really want every time Andrew answers the phone to yeah. be in his radio voice. Right. No. Yes. Hello, thank you. When you call, you. yeah, when you call, what you get is thank you for calling the Phoenix Creative Collective. <laughs> This is Andrew. How can I help you? Oh, that's uh, that's that's isn't what you it get. worth calling that's just pretty, that's for that? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Hello and thank you. <laughs> it's just so gonna good. keep calling and hang up every time. I, I know. Yeah. It's not, no, don't don't keep don't no, say no, no, why. No, no, yeah, that's fine. Just gonna hang up. Yeah, just call and hang up. And so this is a way that we want uh, people to engage more in the the 
the events that we're doing mm-hmm. is so because we believe that uh, you should be able to see art that needs to be affordable, and you should see it as much as possible, be exposed as much art as possible. So one of our founding goals is, was to be able to kind of start with this this idea of this all access pass and see if it actually has any merit because. It's kind of a new idea. It's not yeah, done a lot of it's, uh, it's not done very much across the country, but there are other theater programs that are actually engaging the, in this kind of model, and so we wanted to try it out, see if it worked. And yeah. so yeah. maybe it will work, or maybe after a year we'll like just completely cancel the idea. Or, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's a possibility. Kind of, that's one of the fun. Yeah. That's one but of the that's what things. nice thing about Phoenix, right? Is yeah. that we're like, let's try something. Oh, it worked. Nice. Oh, yeah. it didn't work. Let's not do that anymore. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. You know, we're learning. We're learning. We're learning, but also we adjust. Yeah, right. We change, and mm-hmm. life changes. Times change. So should theater companies. Mm-hmm. That is true. Absolutely. So should any company, right? Yeah. Well, that too. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Apple, you don't need to change a thing. <laughs> we'll see what happens. They said that about Sears too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. Wow. Poor Sears. Does anybody have Patreon. questions about yeah, the Patreon? Patreon. Well, oh, I do. I'm sorry. Do you have an answer for no, me? No, no. Please continue. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My question means. to Rob would be, yes. I'm going to put you in a weird situation, Go right? Ahead. Oh, no. But I feel like this is what people would do. So if people sign up for their Patreon and then they show up that night and they're like, we have an all-access pass. Well, same rules apply. If we have a seat, we'll give yeah. you a seat. If right. We if we don't have a seat, I'm sorry. But so it's, yeah. it's up to it's first come first serve. Based on, if you're that night, you don't call ahead. As, as long make... as as long as supplies last. Right. So right. the only way this is not going to work for you is if you don't make a reservation in the beginning. Yeah. The best way to do it. Right. The best way to do it is to let us know. Yeah, we're available by email and calling. And as a bonus, you get to hear Andrew's voice. <laughs> yeah, you get the box <laughs> off. Don't get me wrong. Right. The only reason I want to make a phone call ever in life is to hear Andrew's voice. Right? Yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Basically, Andrew, you should sell your voice to anyone I have to call. You know, actually. But our voice is burnt. Well, and one of the things we could do is uh, we could do a Patreon level, and I, you know, we we could record not just me, but mm-hmm. we could record messages, you. you know, like mm-hmm. like voicemail messages. Oh, for... like on wait, wait, don't tell me when they have yes. the people record the voicemail for you. Exactly. I'm an NPR nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, wait, don't tell me. What? Wait, wait, don't tell me. Is on so it's a show on NPR. Oh, okay. but they uh, it's like a like a game show, like a trivia show on NPR. But one of the prizes is they have Carl Castle or whoever mm-hmm. is the, the mm-hmm. now it's anybody on the show. Yeah, will call in to record your voicemail. That's the prize. People calling in and, and I'm trying sure out people stuff. are clamoring for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, for NPR, they super are. But for yes. us, <laughs> they really should be. Like, build up will be as big as NPR guys, soon. Guys, I don't, I don't give yeah. us a year. <laughs> You're yeah. one, almost here. Yeah. <laughs> we have an entire podcast. Yeah. 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 So many podcasts, yeah. and that's all thanks to Andrew Burkham, you yeah, guys. Whatever. Andrew Burkham does this all by himself. I come in not once just a week. The voice. Yeah. No, there's, there's also the brain. I'm more than just a pretty voice, right? No. <laughs> no, if only he could, you know. His own Wi-Fi, I think. That's right. Well, Andrew, dig into this house and hard. I was going to say, unfortunately, what all this means is next time we do this Mm -hmm. hangout, we're all going to you're you're all going to have to come to my house. I'm up for that. Which is fine. Right, but it's going to be a sleepover because it's like you know. What we should talk about is we have so we talked a little bit about the Patreon and the way that uh, people can support the great works that are coming up from the Phoenix Creative Collective, but one of the things we haven't talked about is. The great works that are coming up 
from the Phoenix Creative Collective. Yeah. Oh, so well, let's right. talk a little oh, bit about about one. our yeah year about one. our year one year exactly one. yeah. So uh, let's let's uh, let's chat about that. We've got something that is coming up uh, right quick here. Right quick. Right quick. Right quick. At the end of at the end of February here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, somebody talk about that. That's not me. Well, so I have two. Well, so I, I'm gonna insert real quick because good. I know insert. we do have. Okay, good. So I know we have the Colored Museum. Yes. But before we get into that, I want to talk real quick about boot camp. Boot camp creativity. <clears throat> okay. Oh, let's talk about boot camp. Yes, creativity. and then I want to get into that because it, it boot camp creativity is that President's Week camp that goes from what is it the 13th to the 18th that yep. goes right through. Oh no, the 18th to the 20 something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the dates, um, but it goes right through that President's Day week that leads up to College Museum. Right. So during that time. I haven't gotten a chance to geek out with you guys about this, but I have been collecting lesson plans from like steam arts based lessons. I'm really excited about them creating like a uh, uh, potential uh, stop motion animation. I'm really excited about these kids working on like um, uh, homemade instruments. I'm really excited about the visual arts projects. We have a lot of really cool stuff in the works that is not necessarily performing arts the way that you would expect uh, like me to do it as a live theater person, but rather from a uh, an all-encompassing perspective of what kids can do with uh, technology and uh, uh, and the arts combined. It's a really interesting thing, and it's gonna be it's gonna really press on their creative juices, and it's gonna be really really fun. I'm really excited about it. If you have if you haven't signed your kids up for anything during President's Day week yet, please consider signing up for Bootcamp Creativity. Look for it at phoenixtherise.com and mm-hmm. from there onto the course storm page. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be really really fun. What's the what's the what's the ages? So the ages are 6 to 13. I believe they can probably go a little bit older than 13, but it's looking around that 6 to 13 age range. That is generally speaking uh what the Mac handles and we're partnering with the Mac on it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you can go all through that Monday through Friday. You can pick one day to be able to drop them off in the morning and pick them up, or you can pick more just mornings or just afternoons, or you can do the entire thing. Uh, And there are scholarships available. So make sure you uh, call and ask me about that. I got a call actually today about those scholarships. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, exactly. So, um, so there are some scholarships available. I'm going to be putting out some more information on that, but it's going to be super duper fun, and I'm awesome. really excited about it. Awesome. And we're, we're partnering with the Mac. We're partnering with and the Mac, and, and there are going to be some more traditional yeah. like performing arts classes as well. There's going to be some dance. There's going to be some voice. There's going to be some theater, but there's also some extra stuff too that's going to be um, uh, kind of work all parts of their brains and kind of connect it all. I'm really excited just to see what they come up with. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's that'd be fun. I think. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, I like that's why I like partnering with the Mac so much is because it it kind of takes the onus off of it being like there has to be a performance at the end yeah. and there has to be something they're learning in terms of of live theater specifically. The Mac is not about live theater. The Mac is about creativity in all its forms, yeah. right? So there's a there's going to be a lot of options available for anyone who wants to write or draw or sing or dance or create in any way, um, and it's going to really work. Uh, from an MCOE perspective, at least for me, it's going to really work the brain, which is yeah. really important. All aspects of the brain are going to get really touched on and worked. So that's really, I'm really excited about it. Honestly, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna enjoy my time there. Okay. Uh, Colored Museum. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that's that's next up, right on the slate. So let's yes. let's talk about the Colored Museum. It is. Uh... 
uh, satire, uh, comedic satire, uh, written uh, dealing with the African American experience uh, in America uh, over the last uh, centuries. It's uh, <laughs> so loud. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so, so nice. It's directed by uh, uh, Jimmy Blackman III, who's done things with oh, us. Uh, it's a really incredible piece. Uh, it is funny. It's dramatic. It's sad. It hits you. It makes you think. It uh, hits all those really neat areas of the brain. Uh, and then I think it uh, is going to be really entertaining, and it's uh, it's only running through performances. Yeah. So it's you have three chances to see the show over at the Mac, and uh, I do not miss out. No, on, no, it's no, going to no. be amazing. Really stellar cast, and we're just getting in right in the, the nitty gritty of starting up the advertising machine for that. Yeah. Well, and um, we uh, I had somebody recently, and an individual that I was talking to and, and he, basically his commentary was like, who had the guts to do that? You know, basically like that was it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, you know, it was one of those things. And I'm like, well, you know, G it was GB's idea. And then right. we, we basically partnered to uh, help him make it a reality. And, uh, you know, that's the idea. It's so basically the concept right? of the show yeah. is uh, various exhibits at a museum. Uh, of various aspects of mm-hmm. the last uh, 200, 300 years or so. And, right. Uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's parts of it are funny. Parts of it are definitely not so funny. Right. Uh, parts of it actually uh, kind of make you look a little home. bit. But really, yeah. uh, it's it's a fantastic piece of theater. And uh, I think pe- more people should actually be producing it. So. Well, so I like the fact that you said who had the guts to do that because I feel like people have asked kind of the same thing about Andrew Jackson that we just finished. Bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson. There was such a... It wasn't negative or positive. There was a response. You know what I mean? It was just a response. People felt a way. Um, And I feel like I got a lot of comments that involved the idea of like, who thought that this was a... Like who's who who basically yeah who had the guts to do this and I'm mm-hmm. like we we did like we, that was something we wanted to do Phoenix is nothing if not a bowl full of guts <laughs> <laughs> we're nothing else it's just a bowl of guts on a table we got lots of guts it's just a bowl of guts on a table that's our hat Phoenix right, right, hashtag right. bowl of guts on a table bowl of guts wine soaked guts wine soaked guts oh that's Probably true. Yeah, I guess yeah, the dead yeah, ones yeah. stick your hands in us. Stick your hands in us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't be afraid to get dirty. <laughs> Ew, but yes. Yeah. Ew, but also but yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. did we talk about College Museum? Yes. And, and then the- uh, we have, well, we have a lot of different projects happening right now. because mm-hmm. uh, But next on our what the season that we release they i mean if we just gonna, if we stay just with just the, the idea of the of the of the main yeah. season <laughs> i'm like hold on what about all right. the classes right. and all what about the rising storytellers the stage, stage readings and the, yeah Ooh, please go to phoenixtherise.com yeah, and look at all of our stuff up. yeah, yeah. Uh, sean overton wrote a show sean overton wrote a show would be the great name for a show yeah oh my gosh i'm gonna but i'm gonna write it right yes because i won't write so funny enough i was i was talking to one of our um, 
audience members. Uh-huh. I want no, our patrons. Aren't. Patreons. Patrons. 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 And she was talking about your show, and she's all like, well, who wrote the show? I was like, well, Sean Overton. She's like, no, I remember... I." I remember this title. Like, I've heard this title before. And I, and I, my response was, no, you have never heard this title. You've not heard this title. title. It's also the no. what I said first was, chapter. Right. It's the first act. It's, it's the, the first act. So, Sean, please. Yes. Describe. The okay. Show. It is called The Sound of Waves Crashing on an Island of Broken Glass. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is about a young woman, teenager, who has been stuck in a house for half her life um, and it's about uh, about escape and about memory and uh, about being in a bad situation in a family sometimes that's wow. all we can give because we don't want to spoil it that's, nope. that's the right thing. and it's about ballet yeah and and ballet is right yeah. right ballet. of course this I is also... felt that was implied by everything else I yeah. said but uh, <laughs> you know yeah yeah hmm? This all seems so personal to you, being a teenage no, girl. No, not in ballet. I was, I was never a teenage girl. <laughs> no, I've never taken ballet, and Dang I've it. never been trapped in a house for eight years. Well, geez. So, this is what's called fiction. So, it's fiction. Oh, <laughs> yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. That now, yes. That's okay. Okay. Right. Right. That now makes uh, so much sense. But I have felt trapped. That's true. Okay. And this is yeah. kind of one of those situations. Right, right. Kind of was, there a, was there an impetus to the creation of this particular piece? Uh, weirdly, there was a very small moment in in what is now the play that was stuck in my head, mm-hmm. and it was a very small moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to say what it was, mm-hmm. but the play kind of built around that. Okay. Um, and and really, the play became its own thing, something else entirely different than what I really had even envisioned it. It to always be. does. It right? always does. Yeah. Um, but it's also become to me an opportunity to get the idea of new works mm-hmm. and how that process sort of happens mm. um, a little bit more into the theater community in the Merced area. Because uh, this is part of the process of theater that I've been involved with and have loved in L.A. and Las Vegas before that. And, um, and that there is a sense of... It's a little bit of a community project in a sense. Yeah. Anytime a new piece is coming out, because you never know what you have until you get reactions. You get you see how it works on stage, right. see how it works among the actors, you see what people think of it, and you start to adjust to what it actually is compared to what you want it to be. Yes. And those are not necessarily the same thing. So a first performance, a first production of a play is part of the writing process. Mm-hmm. I'd love for that idea to be um <clears throat> to be appreciated and uh, and the audience to understand that they are a part of the process of a new work working right. together. So, um, so yeah, that's yeah. essentially where I would have. Two thoughts. One, I, I love that. And I love the idea that I think there is a concept of new work being beyond yes. the audience or something that happens backstage yes. or away. Yeah. And so I love the idea of including it's the not. audience in it because it's, it's absolutely, yeah. you're absolutely correct. Well, theater, you can't have theater without an audience. It oh. doesn't happen. Right. That's one of the, that's one of the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Theater happens in that space that where the actors and the audience meet. That's, right. That's where theater is. Right. And so until you have applied theater to a piece of writing, you don't know if it's what it is. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, and and it's it's a messy, loud, sometimes frustrating mm-hmm. process that is meant to be shared. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. I remember writing shows in, in college. This is the second thing I was going to say. I remember writing shows in college and um, being so frustrated because by the time they went up, I would watch the show and I'd go, okay, they got maybe 30% of those moments. Oh, yes. But so the next time I wrote, I would rewrite it and rework it, and then they would direct it again, and they put it up, and i go, okay, now they got 60%. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're working towards it. And right. it almost becomes, like you said, it's the goal of the writer to have what you put, what you have in your brain be put on paper, Yeah. but you can't just do it and then expect it to happen, like, right. because there's so many people between that exactly. and the final product. Which is just the thing I love when I write, that, mm-hmm. that I love about writing for theater, is that you are not, it's not a novel. It's not... Mm. Uh, um, and, and it's not a single person no. and then a reader interpreting what that single person did. Right. You're just creating um, the the basis for a collaboration. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, essentially you are writing a novel, but you're taking anything that isn't said out of it. Yeah. Right, right. And then all of a sudden expecting that this group of people who have never been inside your own head right. are going to... Just yes. from the words that are said out loud, yes. be able to come up with everything that is being thought mm-hmm. and, and spoken. And, and there's a lot of subtext that goes on in plays. And mm-hmm. I, this one has quite a bit. So much. Um, and it's, and so the actors then have to interpret what the words are actually trying to indicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a wonderful process to see. I, I love it. I've never seen a production of one of my plays where they got everything right, and I don't think I ever want to. Strangely enough, mm-hmm. strangely enough, if you go to the $400 tier of our Patreon, mm-hmm. we actually inject you into Sean Overton's head. Yes. Wow. There is... I don't even... There's no way out. There's no way out. There's there's no no way way out. out. Stuck there there is plenty of space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right into his head. If you, if you, go, if you go to that tier. Yes. Just right. like... Wow. Want to throw that out there. What but, is on the $400 tier? What? We uh, inject you into Sean's head. Inject, you okay. inject me into Sean's head. Uh, we... Uh, uh, you become... Basically, you become it's our producer. It's an escape room. Right? It's an escape room. It's well, not I just would... an escape room. <laughs> we do a weekly podcast. Well, Sean's head is an escape room. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. My head is an escape room. I've never been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. At the $400 level, you basically become a producing partner with okay. Phoenix. You basically meet with us. We discuss shows that we want to produce for another upcoming season. We produce shows that you want Would to they get to come, like, sit right there between you and Bridget and, like... Yeah. it right here during the yeah. <laughs> it's like I, move. I, I will move, move over there move <laughs> out of the camera out of the camera line please stop taping me uh, we also perform uh, one of our uh, murder mysteries or pick your pass for like a dinner Ooh, or wow. for uh, a party of your choice that's we great come, we come be a part of that and we'll yeah. do that every year if you just keep subscribing just keep subscribing yeah. Ooh, those are so fun and then I, I think so at the four level we actually just put you under our um uh, text stream. We, uh, <laughs> oh no! You do not want to be on the text stream. We put you on the text stream. It is rough. You're not allowed to comment. You're just allowed to read all of the, oh, the weird, no, 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 no. the weirdness that is the text stream. Trust me, you're better off in my head. Yeah, you don't want to be not, there it's either. True. It's rough. I mean, I think we have fun, but only but one. Also, it's not okay. You can't. You can only be on one of the. You have to choose which text stream you want to be on. <laughs> you can be on the Facebook Messenger stream or we on the text stream. Currently, have nine going. There's so many. Oh, there's so many. Just depending on what group is talking, it just yeah. There's there's the main one, and then there's the offshoot, and then there's the alternative shoot. 
Then there is the country western theme. <laughs> right. That's my, wait, that's I my personal favorite. Yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah. I feel so bad this right now. This conversation is coming out Yeah, the country music, the, the, the country western one, it's yeah. mainly just a lot of yeehaws. So yeah. you're not missing out on it. Yeah, <laughs> actually, only Andrew is actually on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's true. Just Andrew going, yeehaw. Let's have a hoedown. And let's Right. And then, but then we do have our one. We have we do the the one um, murder mystery. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did. We did. A we did. We yeah, did. A country we did. Right. It's, it's a long. Mystery. We, that was prior to year one. Oh. <laughs> it was year zero. It was is what year zero. Year zero was a long year. That was in the gestation period. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix the pregnant. Oh, <laughs> prior to Phoenix the birth. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> oh, a pregnant time. It's <laughs> very pregnant. We were all very pregnant with Phoenix. Oh, uh, boy. So, where, where were we? Where are we? What was happening now? That was March. That was March. April. Well, April, uh, uh, April we're doing um, Central Valley Squares. Yes. Uh, which is oh, a game fine. show uh, themed, uh, hosted by Jim Core. Uh, based Jim off of uh, uh, another game show. <laughs> He'll get this. Uh, I hope he's watching. Ready? We're utilizing. <laughs> Uh, kind of I'm sure local that. celebrities <laughs> who are our yeah. panel. I'm going to text him and tell him to look at that thread. And then two contestants. Uh, I'm listening, Rob. That's okay. No, I'm listening. I'm sure our whole public just put it on the, just just put it on the stream. Trying to get the through year one right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> To, We're not even to summer yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, yeah, so there's two contestants, uh, and they compete, and they play tic tac toe uh, with uh, our panel of nine celebrities. Yeah, I love and it. And they try and make an echo, no, a line. Yeah, a line? so it's tic tac toe. Yeah. yeah, it's tic tac toe. I like except, that show. It except was fun. squares and has uh, no except basis squares. on any other game shows ever created. Right, exactly. No, it's just no. tic tac toe. No, any resemblance is purely coincidence. That's yeah. that's, oh, that's yeah. accurate. Absolutely. Oh, of course, that's correct. Yeah, I forgot. About and then that. we do uh, <laughs> Phoenix Fest. We do Phoenix Fest as our summer uh, summer rep. Yes. Right, it's our summer repertory uh, season. Mm-hmm. Look at That's us. gonna be so much fun. Yeah. By the way, Phoenix Fest. The fest is spelled with a P H E S T. Yeah. This is very important to yeah. me. I'm the only one that's important to She's very interested she's in like phonetics. I am. I will also add to that page. that I was not aware of that until oh. right now. Phoenix Fest. <laughs> okay, good, good, That good. was one of the text streams you weren't on. It was, she was very right. adamant. I that was where every word starts with a PH yes. in the whole text stream. I feel like we were just, Andrew and I were just talking about this the other day, but we came up with like six of them that I was like, oh, this is, and then that'll be with a PH. Maybe it wasn't you. I don't because know where it was. Us, <laughs> but it was fun. As a Phoenix family. Hashtag pH balanced. Gross and amazing. That's fat. Our Phoenix family (laughs) (laughs) feels. Our Phoenix family feels. So May. where were we? We uh, May, 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 May. Well, May is uh, Phoenix Fest. Well, June is Phoenix June. Fest. May we're prepping for Phoenix Fest. Yeah, uh, May, June, July, August. A little bit of August, just perhaps. perhaps. Just a touch. So we're doing. Uh, we're opening Phoenix Fest with She Kills Monsters. <gasps> Andrew, yeah, tell us about She Kills Monsters. Uh, I can't because I am currently fiddling with Facebook. Sean, tell us about She Kills Monsters. <laughs> yes, okay. I read it several months ago. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it is actually a wonderful play. It's a fairly new piece of theater uh, that uh, that is 
it's funny, but it also has a nice depth to it. It is about a um, a young woman who plays a game of D and D. Uh, that's Dungeons and Dragons, and for anybody. Yeah, oh, I'm glad yeah. you clarified because I wasn't. For you non-nerds out there, out there, right? Exactly. My people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but essentially, the story happens that her sister, who she does not know that well when it comes down to it, played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and then dies. And during the game? No, not during the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real game. No, 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 no. no that no. was like a documentary in the eighties. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> it's a different, yes. a different animal. I no. died. But but died. in an effort to connect with her sister, she comes across a I module for Dungeons and Dragons that she had written and decides to gather some people and play it in a way to try and connect with her sister after she has died. Um, and it's a wonderful little piece of theater, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's got a gelatinous cube as a character. <laughs> no other play in history, I guarantee, gelatinous, is that gelatinous cube is the cube. best character. <laughs> I, I yeah. think they they had done one in um, Hamilton. It got cut. Oh, they cut the, yeah, the, and that's a little known yeah. fact. In the original script fact. of Hamilton, there was a gelatinous, a gelatinous cube. cube. Yes, right. mm-hmm. but, yeah. So I'm so. going to tweet that to Lin Manuel Miranda and see what he thinks. <laughs> Could never stay on it's like that entire Broadway season like this poor gelatinous cube going out to all these auditions <laughs> like that whole season it's like it goes to like it goes to like Dear Evan Hansen on this fails sorry that's terrible it goes to like come from away for somebody yeah. who, who is uh, who who has solid. an arm who has a more solid Oh, and it's just sad music as you see the gelatinous cube shuffling slowly down the street of New York. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Getting yelled at by cabbies off the street. (laughs) No, I feel bad for this gelatinous cube. I'm glad glad it could find its way into a show. (laughs) It's a home for everybody. And then uh, after that. Uh, we're doing uh, Mamma Mia. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's a, love that? a big deal, talk all about it. We're, no, we're doing Mamma Mia. Yeah, we're absolutely That is a it. huge deal, right? I mean, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of people are very excited about it. I mean, we're, yeah. the, we're the <laughs> first ones in the area who are going to get to do that, right? Yeah. But it's, uh, one, I mean, it's uh, Joe's Nightmare. He, he loves that show. It's it's. Our mother's favorite show. Yes. Which, She's which been asking for us to produce it since we started our own company, which I told her at the time. I was like, I don't think it's going to make much sense, Mom. But now I, I, we lack the ability to tell her no. I owe her a lot. She's <laughs> going to to me. But we just stopped trying to make sense. <laughs> it make sense. <laughs> you know? But it's a, I mean, it's a great show. And people have been, I mean, the people that are doing shows uh, with us, they've actually been asking for it and they want to do it. And uh, it's, I mean, it's some fun. people don't like it. The music is fun. I don't know. Some people aside, I don't know people that don't necessarily dislike ABBA music. I find it to be fun. Yeah, it's fun. Some people it don't like good. it. I understand, but uh, it's feel good. It's fun. The music, the musical itself, again, is funny. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's a, it's a nice enjoyment for the summer. How about that? If you look at the first few shows that we're doing. Mamma Mia feels like a really nice kind of, you know, breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air a little bit. I've seen it twice. (laughs) (laughs) 
Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Sean has the perfect uh, I have seen it. Two times. <laughs> Put that on the brand name. Just, there you go. Yeah. It's fine. I've seen it twice. He's seen it twice. Uh, then after Mamma Mia, we have the uh, Orient Express, which is... Uh, murder. 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 No, we're doing jaywalking on the Orient Express. It's jaywalking. It's a different crime. Murder on the Orient Express is really, it's an adaptation of uh, Agatha Christie's work by Ken Ludwig, who also did uh, Lend Me a a Tenor. You met Ken Ludwig. Mm -hmm. At KCACTF. How was he? He was okay. Yeah, I'm sure he was super fun, but I wasn't paying that much attention <laughs> because I was working on my script with Lars Tatum. Nice. I know. Now looking it. back, you could have met Ken Ludwig, and I he know. possibly would have come to see our version of Murder on the Orient Express. And so now I feel that you made all the wrong choices. Let me tweet to Ken Ludwig. <laughs> see if he remembers you. See if he remembers you. He does not. Say, hey, That's fine. Do you remember me? That's okay. I've got the gelatinous cube coming to <laughs> I just tweeted my Madeline Miranda, so I might as well tweet Ken Ludwig. This is what we're doing right now, you guys. This is what we're doing right now. Uh, which is, if you if you know the, we can't really go much into the show. I mean, basically, a murder happens on a train, and you have to figure out who Should did please it. Please tell us who did it. Well, <laughs> with a candlestick. <laughs> it was the gelatinous cube. It was the gelatinous cube with a candlestick in the conservatory. And you just kept. T- <laughs> Everybody tries to kill him, but you can't stab you can't, a gelatinous cube. Can't, 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 can't really poison. That's it. actually strangely happens the entire show is people trying to just kill the gelatinous cube, <laughs> and no one can actually do it. Oh, just a, it's two hours worth of people trying just to, to stab. stab the gelatinous cube. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, we're throwing all of our it's all of our budget, the yeah. entire company budget, into creating this gelatinous. Cube. Right, exactly. We're yeah, and well, use it in and, every show we can. We're, that's exactly it. We're going to use it in every show this yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a gelatinous cube. If we're going to build show. a gelatinous cube, we may as well use it in every single show we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's going to cost most of our budget. <laughs> then we have. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're back in September with Saboteur season Saboteur. two. Saboteur. Season yeah, two? Season two. Season two. Season two in year one. Yeah. Season oh, two. Oh, that's in year so one. confusing. Isn't it? Uh, it should be one. I think two so, completely I, different numbers we, should be we have to know. Season one. <laughs> no. Season the second season one. Second. Yeah. One. Season one. Squared. Part two. One part two. square. Yes, one season squared. one. One squared. One part two. <laughs> yeah. One what square is, is still one. <laughs> I know, because we're in you. Now I'm distracted. Now I'm, I'm distracted. Not, oh, we haven't, even we haven't even gotten to October. October. Got to Which animation. October is exciting. <gasps> What's well, October, Sean? Scary, scary. October is let the right one in. Yeah. Stage can adaptation. I, what? Can I tell you that I know Andrew gets mad at me for singing oh, on the podcast? Oh, boy. But I hear let the right how we want to sing Let the Sunshine in. <laughs> no, oh, there's no sunshine. <laughs> totally, right totally wrong in. on that one. Let <laughs> the oh, right one in. You'll be able to do that as soon as NBC, NBC puts on their version of Hair, which I feel to be the worst <laughs> frigging idea I've ever heard for Is it going to be worse than... Wait, but rent? how does the rent go? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch it. it. I, I didn't watch it. There was no way... I, okay, I, did, did you watch it? No. I understand, did you it? I understand something Okay, let's broke talk about it. None of us watched right? it. And ended up... They ended up just showing. They the showed the dress rehearsal, right? The dress rehearsal. Or they did, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Be- oh, here's the thing. As a, yes, I did. I did see it. 
Uh, but none of you like Rent. I'm the only one who likes Rent. Well, I'm not I liked Rent, Rent briefly in the 90s, and then it was <laughs> six months after it came out, it was in an age too much. But, like, so they say the music you listen to when you're, like, 14 is your music, right? And mm-hmm. that was Rent for me. Like, that, like, formed my life. I love it. That and explains so much. <laughs> okay, screw all of you people. That explains why you consistently refuse to pay your house payment. That makes a lot of sense. Now I understand. I own this house. <laughs> I own this house. I don't pay any other bills, but yeah. I own this house. I refuse to pay my bills. Here, I'm a, here's my sum up of Rent. I'm they didn't ask him here's to. Here's the sum up. They didn't ask them Here's to. how Rent works. They have a friend who's like, hey, we want you to live in this building in New York City for free <laughs> if you cancel your friend's cow joke. Right. Uh, if you, that's all you got to do. Once if you, you cancel, what? cancel your friend's cow joke. Cow joke. Yeah, cow it's, joke. Cow joke. The, ca- the, oh, the, cow, the cow joke. joke. Okay. Yeah. And I was the, like, and, what is that And word? they're like, if you do this, if you yeah. cancel, if, if you postpone this one thing, you can sign a contract and live in this ginormous attic apartment in New York City. And they're all like, "It's a loft. It's fine." No, we will not. And I'm going. You say yes. <laughs> a month later, you do the show. A month later, someplace right? else, yeah. you have a free apartment in New York City, and it's a loft. It's a loft. You know what those cost in New York City? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's my problem. Is that really? On the December premise of the show, yeah, it's that's yeah. The premise of wow. the no, and then I think I, I summed that. it up pretty well. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just me. Terrible. Well, and then it's about who everybody who lives around. Yeah. It's like, and everybody has their problems, and they're all want to be on the real world or something. I will offer somebody free rent for a year if they will kill Rob's horse joke. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you and up we on that. Promise that thing never makes it out. I can never promise that. Yeah, that's hard. Well, on the no free rent. You for know you. what's awful is I don't even. I this is not. You should not do it. Yeah. But I'm saying it's been done so many times that I don't, but so rarely that I don't remember it anymore. I just remember that it exists. Oh, we okay. lost Bye, Andrew. Are we still live? Yes. Oh, All right. Well, oh, okay. okay, so let's talk hey. real quick about the Phoenix Podcast <laughs> well, Network. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, uh, Phoenix Podcast Network is it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I would like to say about it is that Andrew is doing a kick ass job. With like, like very little of the like. I oh, show yeah. up to a podcast once a week, and you show up sometimes, and it's like, okay, well, then do it. And he's got like seven podcasts on it. Like he's doing a he's got an empire. Oh yeah, it's amazing. He's doing a wonderful, yeah. wonderful job, and there's really good two minute beer review. Kicks ass. Right? I don't even. This is wine in my cup, but I love it. The problem is, is no, I have got nothing to add to that because all that's true. It's so true. He's not gonna be aware of that until um, you know, like until my tonight. No, tonight when he's trying to edit this friggin' episode, and he's like, I don't know what I can put into this episode. It's all gonna be this. It's this is the only only thing that goes in. Is everybody complimenting? He's doing an awesome job. No, No, he's amazing. He's so great. He's also our our personal box office right now. Like he does all the box office stuff. Um, which is amazing. And he's our technical, like, he's our legal uh, uh, address. Like, yeah. he's got the address where we, like, we send stuff. Yeah, you know? So, I mean, he's got, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, stop. Yeah. He's so good. Let the right one in. Let the right one in. Let no, right we're not doing one. hair. No, okay. Not doing Andrew, hair. We didn't ask this your, um, Yeah. We wanted to get your thoughts on rent. Um... 
It's slightly more than utilities. <laughs> and that's all we yeah. need. Uh, well, yes, I mean, we'll do I utilities the musical next. Uh, we used to we used to talk about how to written out. Yeah, that would be great. Wild, Andrew, but I was I'm always right. like slightly Talking offended about, by it because I love Rush so much. Gentrification in general? Do you want me to go into a history of redlining? No, no, no. But your thoughts on the show Rent? My thoughts on the show Rent. What did you know when you were... No, that's that's what you classically call a really bad idea. <laughs> that's what you call a quick way for people to stop listening to your podcast. Are you sure though? Because they can see me and Sean, so they right? can see us. Exactly. Yeah. Can they see you, Andrew? Can they see you? Oh, they can see all oh, of yeah, us yeah, right now. Oh, okay, visible. good. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. thoughts on yes. rent? Okay, thoughts on rent. My thoughts on rent? Um, I love it, by the way, so don't offend okay. me. Go ahead, keep going. Well, I'll tell you. Here's Here are my thoughts on rent. Do it. Um, I'm muting you all. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, oh, it's about time. Right. No, uh, I, I love rent. I like it a lot. Yay! I like it. Um, it is... Um, Wait for it. <laughs> a musical. It is a musical. <laughs> uh, thank you. It has songs. <laughs> you know, I find I find the musical particularly affecting, and that's you know that's that may just be a um, that may be a product of me being an actor, uh, you know, and and kind of getting wrapped up in that. But I do. I, I find it very affecting. Um, I think that it's very successful in creating uh, creating the moments that it creates, and it's you know. It's maybe starting to show its age a little bit, right? I mean, it, it definitely comes from a As from a specific do. era. Yeah. But at that, it's you know, it's it's more a, in some ways, it's more a period piece than anything else now. Uh, when you when you look at it that way, but no, I I like it. I like the I like the music. Um, I like the narrative lines in it, and and just in general, I uh, I think it's good. I like it. So not everybody likes it. It's yeah, it's for me. It's good. Berkham approved. Berkham yeah. approved. I like got it too. Two for, two against, yep. and one that has huh? not seen it. No, I it? saw our version. <laughs> okay. I, saw, I mean, I Maybe saw. We've seen it. Yeah, no, we've seen the version. Oh, did we do this show? Well, uh, <laughs> well not us. I mean, yeah. the one Rob did. Got it. Rob, the Rob Hypes production. I got it. Was it Rob Hypes? No, that was that was like a that was an assist. That was okay. a Rob Hypes yeah. assist. But uh, I love the music. How about that? I'll say music. Yeah, no, I love the music. I will admit, I. Aside from the show that you're talking about, I have only heard the show. Never seen another version. Really? The soundtrack is what I love. So okay, so hey, you've never seen the you've never seen the movie version of it. Oh no, I did see the movie version movie of it. Version, it was yeah. underwhelming. Uh, it's fine. Underwhelming. Uh, it's fine. It's I would disagree with fine. I would say underwhelming. I've, I feel it's fine. That way about the show when I've seen it. Oh, okay. I think it's, it's see. I think it's fine. I don't know. I feel maybe like, it's just like the soundtrack. There's, there's maybe a lot I just can say I love the music. There's a lot of whining. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's, think that the movie is the is the greatest iteration of it. But it's. <laughs> I think it's as somebody who likes the musical. I think it's fine. Can I, I just think. recite "Levy Boham" right now? Can no. I, just do, you, I, I mean, you. You. But what if I did though? Like, I would. I would have to cut as much audio. As you were doing, but that. I will say this: I yeah. will say this is why it's yes. interesting. This is why it's interesting with uh, Phoenix because yeah. even yeah. though mm-hmm. I'm not personally a fan, I know that it has a huge right. following, and uh, that's true. I also feel that there are plenty of people in the community that would love to see that version mounted, right? And so I'm not against ever mounting a show like Rent. So that's why absolutely it actually becomes a really great aspect of Phoenix. That if you're out there and you want to see Rent on stage, be a Talk to us, so let's see if we can make it work. I would agree with and that. I am yep. probably of the group. I'm the most likely to be 
against most mainstream musicals. Against yeah. anything in general. And then uh, we just hold him down and give him noogies and so right. <laughs> But I am very much of the opinion that if there's a passion to do it, yeah, there's people who want to do it, and there's a, an idea, an artistic sense of what they want to accomplish, with right? It, then, yeah, I think that's the yeah, important part. It. Yeah, is that there's like if we if there's an artistic <clears throat> thing we can bring to the table with that, right? And I think personally, I think that Ren could do that. I agree. I was always bummed. I, I didn't like. I really, I I would love to direct Rent. At some point. I would love for you to direct Rent. I think it's good. And I okay. think that... You too. Well, you're too. And that takes us into we another even, place. We finished year one! We still haven't finished year one. We still didn't actually talk about it's Let the Right January. One In. But, but, wait, <laughs> but before we talk about Let the Right One In, I do want to talk about something that's going on um, no. uh, before, before the end of the year. And uh, that is... Um, I'm so scared right now. I don't know what you're talking you, about. Do you know what it is? Because I'm actually offering a course through, oh, through the Phoenix oh, oh, I thought this was like the yay. Apocalypse or something. You're offering yeah. three courses. I am offering friend. three courses. Three. Yes. One that was – one that's well, – I, I guess all three of which are kind of directly uh, directly relative uh, – relevant. That's the relevant word and relevant in this particular case, but uh, the the course that kind of directly I think would sync with our rent conversation is the sadness boot camp. Oh, sadness class. boot camp! Right? So this came up as like during our 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 weekly podcast, mm-hmm. our geeking out right. podcast. We, so it came up during um, yeah. geeking out that we just started like naming what what classes would like what classes would be named right and i think i'm the one who popped up with oh just call it sadness boot camp yeah because it's not about just sadness but it's about acting like a real dramatic acting right that's not just like crying and pointing it's except about pointing it I mean, became be crying real. and pointing okay. right I mean, as uh, somebody who photographs shows it's all about pointing. it's all about pointing, <laughs> pointing, <laughs> pointing, <laughs> pointing at pointing angrily you're pointing right oh or less gosh. angrily right mm-hmm. but I, yeah no please continue Oh no, but I think it's just it's yeah. gonna be so much fun. I love the idea of sadness boot camp. I love the idea of dramatic acting for teens and adults yep. that does not necessarily hold back on the fact that you will without fail cry yeah. during mm-hmm. this. Like you just yeah. will. We might I'm not gonna say we'll make you cry because that implies abuse <laughs> of some kind. I mean that's gonna happen. All right. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. gonna say mm-hmm. that, but you know what? Phoenix is all about uh to make you feel things. Yes, um, we're going to make you feel things. No, but uh, and actually, the more that uh, the more that I think about this, the more that I think, um, you know, I'm excited to get people into it, but I don't think that the people who are signing up for this class understand what they're signing up for. We may uh, need to write a new course advance, description. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, because this class is going to be very much all about going to some very dark. Places. I'm writing this um, down so I can tell people. It's going to be going to some dark places in pursuit of um, bringing some some reality to dramatic moments in your stage life, right? And so that's what it is. And and I was fortunate to have grown up in in a lot of good programs um, that let me experiment with a lot of this stuff. But I think that's one of the things in our communities here. We haven't. We've had, I think, good technique classes, and I think we've had good youth classes. But I don't think um, we've talked a whole ton about people just being emotionally available, and and that's like I like that phrase, emotionally available. Right. I like that. And and my goal is, and I don't know. We'll see how this works. Um, but my goal is to is to really push people 
to be as to be as realistic as they can. And so, I mean, this class is going to be weeks and weeks of essentially therapy if it was me. Um, but it's <laughs> but it's going to be. I mean, I'm going to encourage students to bring their real life into the acting space and to really experience emotions in a one to one kind of a one to one ratio. Right. Um, you know, we talk a little bit about uh, the, one of the examples that I use is when I did Next to Normal is last year. And we, you know, I had the character that was my son that had passed away. And so I would sit backstage and I would write letters to my actual son as if he had passed away. And I had been imagining his life all these years. And, uh, and. Oh, that's terrible. Right. And that was kind of what got me to that place. That's the kind of techniques we're going to be working with in this class is what does it take to get you to the point where you can understand the life of the character that you're portraying? Right. You know, what, where do you have to go? And then importantly, how do you come back from that place? Right. Right. Because, because it's not all about, you know, um, you know, if it's not, it's not, it's not method acting, right? That's, that's the old, the old saw that we probably all got when we were young. It's not that, right? It's about how do you use your own experiences, your own imagination, your own, uh, mental life to go to a place. And then how do you separate yourself from that? Um, when you come back from the stage life. So I am super excited for this class. Uh, it's one of three. Uh, second class is an improvisational class for children. Which people like to say that kids can't do. People I are dumb, that as it turns out. <laughs> no, they <laughs> are. Yes. Yes. But, but they, they people, really oh, do I'm, tend to... People are dumb. Jumping to know what kids can do. So. Kids <laughs> can do no, but kids can absolutely do Don't it. Think it's fine. They, but they need to under you, like you need to understand that you're coming at it from a different place and for a different reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like no, they're not going to go stand up on whose lines in any way and do you know improv style in the same sense. But it's all in the pursuit of education and teaching them what acting is and what yep. the stage life is, right? Yep. So I mean, I'm I'm super excited for that one, honestly, because no one wants to do that with children, and I'm yep. really excited. And I do. I, I love to do it with children. I have, You're you know, gr- a great teacher, well, I too. I don't know about that, but I've, I've taught... I do. Well, thank you. Sure. Um, no, but I, I have taught children... Most of, most of the education that I've done in theater has been with kids, and I have always... Uh, I have always started from a place of improvisation because um, I think that when you train actors to use their brains and their instruments first and approach a text second, you you always end up with more authentic actors. That's been Mm. my experience. I love that. So, I mean, for what it's worth. And then, uh, last but not least... The third one, my favorite. Right? uh, We have a podcasting. Yes! If you want to learn to have a butter voice like Andrew. Yeah, and basically it is. It's just going to be weeks and weeks of you sitting and just um, listening to recordings of great... Uh, radio voices, and then, and then mimicking those. No, it's not. Gonna be that <laughs> no, uh, it's what we're actually going to do is we're going to sit you down and we're going to teach you to create your own. We're going to teach you about the equipment uh, that it takes. We're going to teach you about the technique. We're going to teach you about audio editing and engineering. And Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi covered. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Speaking of which, Ken Ludwig and Lynn Manuel Miranda both have not tweeted me back. Oh, As of this time, as of this uh, moment, neither which, of them. Uh, I think it makes sense. Right. So uh, lens in like Puerto Rico and Kansas right and New York. Both right. of you are crushing my dreams. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. But what do you? So you're teaching how to basically do their own podcast. Basically, how to, how to do podcast. this thing that we're doing right now. Except 
Without the wine. better than this because we're <laughs> and it doesn't have wine. Not, he has beer. Uh, but yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna come out of there knowing not only knowing how to create a podcast, but I am going to help. Every student that walks out of there is going to walk out with a a hosted podcast. So I'm gonna help them sign up nice. with their own oh, hosting cool. service. How cool is that? You know, a basic free hosting service, right? And so you know, if they want to become more advanced, then we'll talk about ways to become more advanced. But there are ways that you can get out there, just like I did with the Phoenix podcast network where you can start out for free and you can get your show out and on the air and we're going to make sure that happens for every single student that signs up for that class so if you've got something to say and you're going to be in the area or if you're even marginally interested come on out because we're going to teach you and it's not just a question of teaching you're going to walk away from the class with a functional podcast. That's and we'll, so we'll support cool. You There's you literally do. nowhere else, I don't think, in the Central Valley where you could do that. I don't think so. I think that's amazing. I'd, I'd be think. shocked. I think that maybe maybe there's a class at the junior college. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's a possibility. There's nowhere else where for this age group you could walk away. Well, or just, it just in general. I mean... It, I also yeah. don't know that there is one at the junior college where you could do that. I don't know if there is or if there isn't, but there but there might be. And if there is, that's great. We but- haven't done the I haven't done the research to be able to say that. <laughs> yeah. But having not researched this at all, let aware. me just say, <laughs> as far as I am aware, right. There's nowhere in the Central Valley where you could do if this. If we've learned anything <laughs> yeah. from our current political background we could say whatever we want that's to we don't broad, need research broad strokes we don't need it's, now it's that's true. correct no right. research is needed for anything that is a good point we do not need to research yeah no yeah. we just say research just gets in the way of it knowledge. does that's true always that's has true. always well it complicates it it, it does true. yeah so uh yeah and then in october in october we're doing uh let the right one in Rent. no way yes, i never heard that i Can first I, said that do you want me to minutes ago <laughs> Do you want me to sing? <laughs> yes, please do. Let the right one in. Like Good. That. It's muted. All right. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. So, okay. So let the right one in. It's a <laughs> it's a fairly new stage adaptation of uh, of the novel. Um, also incorporating some things from the Swedish film. It's a Swedish <laughs> film and novel um, that have gained quite a large following because they're pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a vampire story, um, but it's not a traditional vampire story. It's very much a sort of a coming-of-age story. Um, All the vampire stories I know are coming of age. Well, no, this that really one, is not quite the same. Like the less, uh, yeah, it's not CW. Yeah, less it CW is definitely than, not CW kind yeah. of. We're, you're not talking about sexy vampires mm-hmm. in any way in this. Yeah. It, it, that's not what it's about. You're not. Okay. It's more about sex, less vampires. Very much so, yeah. Um, And I don't want to say too much about it, but it is going to be an amazing show. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Is there blood? Yes. There there will be be blood. blood. Thank you. Good job. There will be blood. And there is even a swimming pool. What? Oh, That's is. right. Jungle gym. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, which we're going to do at the? Uh, are we going to take them to the swimming pool? Like we've talked about this. Right? There's, <laughs> there are seats home. there, yes. so we can do theater. Luckily, mm-hmm. we're not live streaming anymore, but uh, we're yeah. going to we're put not? the swimming pool in the actual. 
Uh, and we're Mac, taping. Right. We're putting a swimming pool in, in the Mac. Oh, we are putting a swimming pool. Yeah, in Colt doesn't okay. Cool. Underground. Right. Oh, no, right, Colton's right gonna see this though, probably. Because no, I'll post it. He's out by it's it's this time. Fine. That's we're true. just gonna yeah. move in ten thousand gallons of water yep. onto his stage. And then afterwards we're gonna do our version of metamorphosis. Because you have to do it. I'm gonna go metamorphosis of Berkeley Rep in a few weeks. No, you're not, are you really? I just got tickets. Oh it's gonna be great. Uh, directed oh. by Mary Zimmerman. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. I want to go. So that's an arts plug for Berkeley. Yeah. Are there more, are there more <laughs> that's tickets? Fine. That's I what we go. do on this show. What we do. Yeah. There are still tickets, yeah. I want to go. Yeah, it's a, it's like a six-week run or something like that. I want to go. Yeah. Berkeley is where Emily and I went and saw, um, I don't remember what it was called now. It's, it's fine. Really Hamlet. It was called Hamlet. No, it was like the there. best note of oh, all Oh, Tristan Measles. That's what it was. Oh, he saw yeah, Tristan yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great one. Freaking amazing. Oh, that's so, the same thing as Hamlet. I saw Perestroika there last year. <gasps> yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Goodness. There's lots of theater With, happening at Berkeley. Yes. So much theater happening. And I'm so I'm sorry to move it to Berkeley, but I'd be like, I think one of the important things about what Phoenix does is we do go, we do like going to see outside theater, outside the Central Valley, outside, you know, where we are, and bringing that back to. I mean, it's, it's a best practices model, right? Yeah, like, exactly. we, mm-hmm. we go, we see, we bring back. I mean, that's important. Yeah. We conquer. We... We conquer. Defeat, we... We do all those. You know what else is in Berkeley? Al Day. Shout out. Hey, Al Day! Someone tag Al Day. Andrew, you do it. So much loud. Hey, you know what's great about Al Day? What about it? Al Day has a podcast, and that <laughs> podcast is a partner podcast for the Phoenix Podcast Phoenix Network. Phoenix Podcast Network. Dueling Disney? It's the Dueling Disney podcast where... Uh, do they duel? Like, uh, do they have... Yeah, there's. it's weird. Every week, uh, he just he finds another person, and they uh, draw pistols at 20 paces. <laughs> and uh, we're strange. mouse it's, it's ears. Is still alive? Yeah, it's, there, will there, there, there will be blood. There will be strange. No, but he and his, uh, he and his podcasting partner, Andy Zummerman, um, the two of them uh, on a weekly basis, not on a weekly basis, but on some kind of basis, they sit down and they talk about um, Disney, right? The Disney parks and the Disney kind of lifestyle and all of those things. And they offer what are frequently opposing points of views, hence the, the Disney, the dueling Disney moniker. And uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting as somebody who's a, a bit of a Disney file myself. It's, it's a really well-informed and a very interesting podcast, and we are very proud to promote them on the Phoenix Podcast Network. Woo-hoo! So that's Dueling Disney, the Dueling Disney podcast. You can find them at DuelingDisney.com, or if you just check out the uh, Phoenix Podcast Network page, you'll see a link to them every time they post a new episode. So yeah. uh, subscribe today. It's free. Free. Woo-hoo! Woo, free. Free is great. What else, uh, what else do we have to cover, Andrew? Yes. Gelatinous. I don't know. Gelatinous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there anything else going on out in the uh, in the theater world right I, now? I that... just saw I just saw Titus and Andromicus. Yeah, it just right. closed, right? Just closed. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now my my take on Titus Andromicus is um, uh, Amber Fowler, mm-hmm. uh, who's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. uh, just incredible. One of one of my stage favorites, as it was. Um, she. Uh, just not tweeted recently, but she she posted on Facebook that there was confirmation that during one of the shows, uh, yes. someone actually left the theater to throw up. Mm, nice. And so this is uh, this is success as far as Titus Andromeda. As as Titus, and and I will say, 
her appearance during those scenes when she came on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And just how she sold it. Yep. It was great. It was a good show. It, it was, was a good really show. Good, really good I, good I thought job. she was wonderful. I thought David Hamley did a great mm-hmm. job in that role. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good show. This it, is... Oh, God. I would be remiss because I need... Bridget has a beautiful... <laughs> Thought because Bridget Bridget uh, doesn't watch a lot of Shakespeare, so so her reactions to mm-hmm. story, points, story, story points, points yes, story, story points, points is is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's story because points. She was actually Bridget so she was so involved That's in the a show. I was, yeah, I was Bridget sitting, watches Bridget, things she hasn't I was watched sitting before. next to her. I was sitting so one. She walked into the show going, I don't know if I'll understand it. Blah blah blah. But there's but she, a plot summary. I read it. Yeah, she read it, and then she followed everything. She was she was following all the actions, and then and then. She has a problem <laughs> with actual William Shakespeare himself. Well, well, we need to. Talk. <laughs> okay, Amber does this phenomenal job, and I'm watching her, and I'm feeling for her. She just has all these horrible things done to her. You can spoil it. It's okay. It's okay, yeah, it's, it's over. A, it's her hands are cut off. Her tongue is play. cut off, and she's been raped twice. I mean, yeah, multiple times by two men, and she's devastated and horrible walking in and hiding from everybody and and this other character comes on <laughs> the brother character oh uh, forget his name. Mark, yeah. no keep going it's it okay Titus character was yeah that? well that was, it was the aunt yeah. it was an aunt well technically she is titus's brother yeah but she was playing his okay. yeah because it was uh okay. there was, yeah they bent all the but keep and going. she just holds her and just sits there and talks about how hey Remember when you had a tongue and you could sing <laughs> like a nightingale? Hey, remember when you had fingers, long and dainty fingers? That is really basically what she does the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, can you help a sister out, man? She's bleeding, and I know there's no hospital, but I was like, can, can and then, somebody And then, and then, and then had bandages on know, already. What else do you want? I know, but then, but then hold on, hold on. You're kicking her watching so they, down, So they man. have a scene, and again, it's, it's, it's a great scene, but again, so then, and then what's the next scene? What's the very next scene? What's the next scene? So, so then she walks back in, and... Okay, well, I don't know. Okay, well, then the next thing I remember is then Titus mm-hmm. is wailing and is like, oh, whoa, and Juniper Sprague, Sprague, Sprague. Yeah, okay, Sprague. her character, hands down the smartest chick in the whole show. <laughs> She's the only one who spoke since. <laughs> Ever. I saw her, like, Titus is in the street, and she's like, hey, hey, get up. Like, <laughs> stop. Stop. You're making a scene. Like, and, then, and then Titus is wailing about, like, his daughter had all this stuff happen to her, and she's like, hey, 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 this didn't happen to you. <laughs> So the show was effective. It yeah. was great. Yeah, it was effective. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Which like is, said, yeah. Bridget's problem, I think, uh, all stem from actual William Shakespeare himself. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And so, William, <laughs> if you're if you're listening, <laughs> uh, Bridget needs to talk to you. Can yes. you tweet that? Can we need to tweet, 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 tweet at William Shakespeare. Oh, wait, it's worth noting wait, that I... Don't kick people when they're You're dead. tweeting well, at William Shakespeare I'm now? I'm going to try. <laughs> I, um, I did not see... And I, I, I'm, I intend to make a large donation 
as large as I can. I own this house. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, it's, it's nothing. Hey, could you, um, could you afford I, better Wi-Fi then? <laughs> no, if if you made a smaller donation, <laughs> could you get some better Wi-Fi? It's either donation Shakespeare or better Wi-Fi. You tell me. You tell I'm going to go with better Wi-Fi. You Hamley why she's not going to this donation. Heike, um, I love you, but we got to have better Wi-Fi in this place. We cannot do live streams here. No, I just, I know Titus so so in and out, and I... Every time I've seen it, either in person or on screen, I have nightmares for so long yeah. after because it is such an effective piece. Uh, oh, and I was like, same. I am so Lydia yeah. I saw that on a date night in that, college. That Why would you do that? Oh, it was burning, the wrong right? choice. Uh, clearly, it was it the wrong no. choice. That relationship did not work yeah. out. Can we describe how in college? Noelle's date night was Titus, right? and my my date night was the Notebook. Do you see? <laughs> Who was the smarter date? Yeah, just wondering, Titus, obviously. But I would have gone. It seems fine. You chose Titus. I know. <laughs> you know. Actually, I, he still I believe, exists somewhere. Weirdly enough, in college, I saw the Notebook three different times with. <laughs> Three different dates. Have you ever seen the notebook? If that helps, William Sh- at William Shakespeare. Oh, you are related to Joe. <laughs> we all we were all starting to wonder. I mean, the, res- the resemblance is remarkable. Not to be mean, but at that point when that movie came out, that was the date that you took someone on. Was to yeah, go yeah. see? The oh, of course. I mean, was, no, but was, you're was, talking about in a movie theater, correct? Yeah. I'm talking about my university used to have, like, if you were a student at the, like, in the drama department or in one of the arts departments, yeah. you could get into the building with a key card. Yeah. And then you could go into one of the classrooms with a key card, and there you could put in a DVD, and then you could do So we used to go get dinner, and then we'd go to the classroom the and open room. it up to the dark. <laughs> well, but we were, I guess. Yeah. But we were, like, literally, we were, like, eating dinner and, like, watching a movie on, like, a giant screen that came from that. So it was, like, a very personal kind of thing. But if you're going to do that, why the, this was his idea. He was like, this is Shakespeare. It's going to be great. Oh, I was like, Wah! like it was t- like I had nightmares forever for it was it's and it's so effective. Oh, that image, the, oh, the imagery is like it still haunts me. And then I would see it in <sighs> me too. And I don't get easily. haunted. No, that one is. And in real life, I would see like I would see a live version and it would be that plus the imagery from the film. And it was like it was it's terrible. So I'm so glad they're doing it. I really like the show. For what it is, right? I just can't see it. It's one of those things where I want to give you so much money for doing it and support it, but I can't buy a ticket. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. The show is the show is beautiful. Will acted. Karen Heidelbach directed. She directed. She did a great um, job. I'm sure amazing. The set light sound was all really top yeah. notch. It was mm-hmm. a great show. So it was, yeah. I was I was glad I was able to go, and so I, I look forward to their next one is Angels in America. Oh, <gasps> yep. So, so much fun. Yeah. Merced College is doing Angels in America. Yeah. And so, I feel that's not getting we'll as shake. much press yes. as it should. It uh, I would should. say, in yeah. general, Merced College is not getting the appreciation Agreed. it should for what it is. It has an on. amazing program under yep. Karen. Really amazing. Yep. 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 And I've told so many people yep. that they need to get involved. Yeah, and I'll say, yeah. I, you know, I had the opportunity to work with Karen in Clyburn Park. Last year, which is, as you may know, the sequel to Raisin in the Sun. Right. Uh, and I had an opportunity to work with her in that. And, boy, what a great freaking director to work yeah. with. Yeah. She is so really great. good. Um, so I am I am impressed with everything she does. I am a huge fan of hers. Um, we, you know, you know, I, you know, she's she's uh, she's one of the one of the good ones. 
Karen Heidelbach. She is. She's amazing. So I think Andrew. Yeah. To close out the show. Yeah, which is good because it has been one hour and twenty six minutes. Yeah, but, since we, I started but we stopped. We stopped being live like that's ten minutes. One hour a month. and twenty. Yeah. Let's like, be honest. Four minutes ago, yeah. Only yeah, exactly. about twenty minutes of this is really usable. I'm not. So, I'm. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to use any of this. But <laughs> <laughs> just I. I would put the whole thing out there. On I edited, turned off the heat for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, you, do you want us to go back and just rehash everything? Could we start again? Yeah. Okay. One round of a theater fight. Break down the teams. You get to pick the theater fight. Okay. Wait, what is theater fight? Oh so, no! It's, I yeah, hate it's, it. it's theater fight. So, that's right. You. That's the thing we heard the first time. This, yeah. So I'm going to say it's uh, the the teams are going to be Rob and Bridget versus Sean and Noel. Okay. Yep. Those are going to be the teams. It's the thinkers versus the feelers. Okay. Yep. 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 We're the thinkers. I'm not sure which one I am. We're the thinkers on this. I don't like this. I don't know what's happening. Don't it's worry. not good. It's, it's, it's okay. bad yeah. all the way we around. We haven't done this segment in a while. Out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're so, shut it down right now. Here's how it works. Here, here's how it works. Yep. Is, uh, Andrew's going to come up with a subject. Oh, yes. No, right? okay. Now, good news. You guys, you get to choose the side that you want to be on. Mm. You get to choose the side that you want to argue. And Bridget and I are going to argue the opposing side. So, the way that this works is uh, one of you from the team... <laughs> Gets to make it, make your argument. I hate this. I hate gets this. to make your argument, and then one member from our team gets to make a counter argument, and then you get to the other member makes another argument. Can we just go? Makes okay. Comment. So I just want to go. Okay. okay, that's fine. That would take the drama out of the. I okay. know, but I don't want to do it. I don't like the fighting. It's okay. It's not right. a fighting. We'll it's, we'll a it's, it's a discussion. It's, it's a debate. debate. So Andrew, you know how it works. So Andrew, yes. we're the master think of discussion. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> master debaters. Master debaters. Oh boy. Right. What? Go. All right. So this evening's topic is going. <laughs> we already hate it. Bridget and I already hate it. Can it just be Sean and Rob? Because we don't want to do it. It's okay. No, nope. nope. we're teams. Gotta be a team. You and me. You and me. Uh, this evening's topic is going to be why Rent is the definitive American musical. Are we pro or are you, you and I are a team on this one? We're we don't agree. This is yeah. cool. well, no, well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> why I chose this. I feel like, I feel like okay, there's, we could pick either side and be okay. With I would, I would I, agree. I would argue. I would argue pro for the reasons that you don't like it. Okay. I would argue pro for the definitive. It's it's definitively American because Sean doesn't like it. <laughs> well, no, it's definitively American because because America nothing more anti-American not... than Sean. One man. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be Phoenix Talk Radio. That's all I need. I got I got the sound bite. We're fine. <laughs> We're all good. So, well, are you whichever side you want? Um I don't care. I think we could argue either way. I say we argue uh the I say we argue the most definitive American. Okay, most definitive American. Of of this of what is it? Of the, the ever no, just a, the most, most definitive, definitive American. American. It is musical. more American okay. than Gilbert and Sullivan. Sure, absolutely. We're, we're American. No, exactly. <laughs> 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 Let's go for it. Yeah. 
I so don't true. even know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny because it's true. Uh, all right. So you guys are gonna all you guys are going to argue. Who's the you guys? Is it me and that's Sean? Yeah, I think you we and start. Sean. Okay. Noel and Sean, you're gonna argue pro. Okay. All right. Uh, so you may begin opening arguments and uh, you have uh, you have two minutes okay. to make your case. So begin. in in the in the time when what what millennials are is so prevalent in society, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if what theater does is to hold a mirror up to life, then Rent is the most American. Shut up, both of you. <laughs> or mostly, not both of you. Just you. <laughs> um, what Rent is is the most American musical because what it does is hold a mirror up to uh, uh, entitlement. <laughs> It holds a mirror up to the idea of a lack of responsibility because responsibility inhibits art. Uh, and it is entirely about the kind of the raucous joy that comes from hedonism as opposed to buckling down for a good day's work is what I would say. Okay. I would add to that that it is the most American because it's about the American experience, mm. which isn't about what our politics are. It isn't about, um, you know, anything of that nature. It's about being a person living mm. in this country and experiencing what it is to go about your day, day after day, mm-hmm. and repeat and repeat and repeat, and about what it takes just to struggle and survive. Mm. And that's why it's an American story. Nice. That's what I would say. You guys I the love this bullshitter. I know. Ever. Not, not even that was, though. That was That's, totally my sincere bullshit. I was about to <laughs> the problem. The problem is that we have two separate reasons why this is a we're, we're good. This is great. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Your you turn. Want, you want us to start? Okay. Uh, yeah. Count, counterpoint, please. Counterpoint. By all means. Uh, our argument. Give yeah. me this. Yes, please give our argument. Our argument. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, why don't you give it since no. it's both of yours? No, no, no. <laughs> She's going to jump in on this. She's going to. Our argument is number one. Uh, Rent is uh, we don't want to deny the fact that Rent is a good show. It's a great show. It's, great it's show. also uh, a completely unfinished work. Uh, since, as we even discussed earlier in the pro- podcast, uh, one of the joys of being a writer is being able to see a show once it's up, mm-hmm. make your changes, uh, perfect your show, which Correct. we talked about early on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that never happened with this particular that is show. True. true. The show itself mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. left unwritten. Well, it was written, but it was left unperfected. Our next argument is the fact that if you're going to yeah. choose a show, a musical theater show that represents America, we want to choose a show that represents America in a, its most ideal form. So we're going to argue that Hamilton actually is the most definitive musical mm-hmm. theater show of uh, musical theater uh, life. We could argue any number of the older shows, but really they're uninteresting and boring, so we're just going to choose Hamilton, which represents all of the essential ideals of what it is to be an American. I win. <laughs> uh, represents the essential ideals of what it means to be an American, puts them in a form that makes us all want to be better people. I don't argue that Rent want, want the, you walk away from Rent just going, like you said, it's hedonism, it's uh, a little bit of debauchery, uh, it's characters that really, other than the two that die in the middle, you don't really care a lot about uh, the rest of the characters in the show. You don't. Once Angel's dead, you stop being interested in the rest of the characters in the show. 
Hamilton, however, uh, represents the American ideal as it is, represents a show that combines all races, all genders, all influences of music into the perfect American musical. And that indicates that time is up. Oh, That's a great work. counterpoint to Rob on yeah. these. It's okay. You have to, I believe you get to, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now it's going to be, it's going to be time for, uh, for the first, uh, for the first group, uh, to offer their rebuttal. Okay. To the, uh, to the points of the other team. Uh, please begin. You have two minutes on the clock. Okay. First of all, I would agree, Hamilton's a great show, Mm -hmm. but it is. It's about ideals. It's not about people. It's not about what it is to be an American. It's about what America as a concept is, not about being an American. And this is the most American piece of theater, musical. Um, I would also say that it is uniquely and very strongly the most American musical because it's the most litigious musical Mm. that's ever been created. Because the writer died partway through the process, backstory in case people didn't know that, and the dramaturg had been working with him actually finished the show, it ended up in more than a decade of lawsuits to determine ownership of the show, with the dramaturg saying because she did a ton of the work... Sure. And even um, structured the show. It was just loosely put together mm-hmm. vignettes and um, and songs before she started to work on it that she should have um, as much in equal ownership. Now and what's more American, right? And lawsuits. Exactly. There's nothing more American than a lawsuit. And this is a show that spent a decade in lawsuits. It was in lawsuits longer than it was on Broadway. There you go. Absolutely. And I mean, I believe there's, there's points in the show where you can cite idealism. Mm-hmm. You can cite the idea of no day but today. You can cite that idea of 525,600 minutes. Like, there's, there's quite a bit of idealism and hope in the show while also holding up a true mirror to what it looks like to be an American today. Like, right. to, to fight, to scramble for your ability to live and to, um, to worry about where you're going to get your next meal and to all of those things. Right, exactly. Um, it shows the good as well as the bad. Right. I, I have to say that I look at that show um, at Rent and my experiences more closely match what those people go through mm. than what I see when I watch Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Completely. And I consider myself to be American. Ah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Sean! <laughs> Like you. No. <laughs> uh, oh boy. If you, if, you, if you come to me, I'm going to talk about Greece. <laughs> <laughs> we go together. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. So, uh, so Team B now has two minutes to. Did you drink uh, your wine, Sean? Yes, it's all okay, To good. rebut. The what? Oh, you, t- you drank all the wine, huh? I drank it all. Two okay. minutes to rebut? Yes, two minutes. You may begin. Excellent. Let's talk about the let's talk about the facts. The reason why rent is so important is it gave voice to an entire generation, entire generation of people that were overlooked, not only in society, uh, but also even weirdly enough on Broadway. It's one of yeah. the first shows that it gave rise to the actual epidemic of AIDS. Yes. Uh, it it was the voice of well, which at that point was being largely ignored. Like at that time, it was being largely ignored. Well, Angels America as well. That's what I do agree with that. But I'm saying, as far as like for like out there, like we're doing a musical, like that that is something that people didn't expect from a musical, and that's what I'm saying. Obviously, straight shows like that's I'm talking purely from a musical standpoint. It was the voice of a generation. That's awesome. There mm-hmm. have 
been so many other voices of a generation that, again, make up the fabric of musical theater. Uh, I cite Hamilton as the newest version, which is, again, the voice of a generation, the voice of a people that are angry now about the way the country is headed. We can go all the way back, where we can go back to the works of Rodgers and Hammerstein, which at that point were the voice of that particular generation. We can go back to Greece, actually, in the 50s, which was the voice of that generation when it came out, like, in 1982 or something along those lines. Uh, what I'm saying is, overall, is... Rent is, of course, an important, iconic work. It's not the seminal work of uh, the American experience. It is a brief square in the tapestry of the American experience. But there are so many other works that make up bigger aspects of that tapestry. You can go all the way back to Showboat, which was the beginning of musical theater in just Broadway itself. You can go back to the longest running shows in Broadway where you look at shows like Cats, La... Cats, even uh, Mama Cats Mitchell's keeps coming running. up when we do this. Rent is nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Do you like how I just <laughs> went over that? And and now Robin Bridget, I'm going to give you uh I'm going to give you 30 seconds. What? No. no. Why do they get 30 seconds? Uh, well, no, I'm going to give them 30 seconds to make their final arguments, and then I'll give you 30 seconds. Just say close it. Just close it, Bridget. 30 seconds to make your final arguments. You may begin now. Go ahead, Bridget. you got to close it. Just say something. Close it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Bridget, do you, Bridget, do you agree with me? I think you make excellent <laughs> That's all the time we need. Oh, my God. Don't spot. You're fine, girl. You're fine. Don't worry about it. We're just going to have nightmares uh, about this for a very long time. is a small have... moment in time. <laughs> Just under the wire. All right. All right. So uh, uh, now uh, closing arguments, other side, 30 seconds begin. I have a very small thing to add at the end. Okay. No, I would say it is a small moment in time, but I would say that moment in time is not over yet. <laughs> a very small Is thing what I add. would say. I would say anyone looking at it from the outside would say that this is the generation we are still involved in. Do I believe it's to a degree dated? Yes. But also there is so much of it yet to come in terms of uh what people would think of the generation that's going on right now. I think it's a lot of what they would think of rent and this generation still applies. Right. And I would say that America is not what its history is. It's mm. what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And this is much closer to the experience of what it is to be American right now. Or Hamilton than Hamilton. No, not not yes. I would so also say the most important question that I have coming out of this whole thing is why are they making a movie version of cats? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Christmas this fall. No, this, this, this no. Year. Christmas is not in the fall. <laughs> Christmas this fall. The, the Christmas exactly. movie coming this fall. I put my best self out there. <laughs> you rock, Bridget. You're the best. That's why I excel in debate class. <laughs> She's I like, felt I, you made the greatest nope. point of all. Just, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes that silence. Is, Rob, Rob's right. I agree with him. Yeah. Uh, well, that was theater fights. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. Yes, we are. And uh, we we're going to you're going to listen to this this thing that I'm going to play on the break. Oh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> and after the break, <laughs> <laughs> all done. After the break, we'll try and do some after the break. That can actually be used. We're going to come. Oh, yeah, we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to close this thing out. So please enjoy 
this message from, uh, well, me. Well, hey, as promised, it's Andrew here, and you've been listening to this live recording of the Phoenix Creative Collective, uh, one of our most recent meetings where we did a little bit of a, a live broadcast, if you will, uh, something a little bit different for you. I hope you've enjoyed it. What I wanted to talk to you about right now is just a reminder that the Patreon that we spoke about at the beginning of the episode is up and running, and you can find us on patreon.com slash Phoenix CC Merced. Once again, it's an opportunity to help fund this amazing group of individuals that are creating such creative works, and not just that, but to get a bunch of really great perks yourself. So check us out at patreon.com slash Phoenix CC Merced. And now back to the end of the show. Well, I think that does it for this week, but thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of Phoenix Talk Radio. Phoenix Talk Radio is a production of the Phoenix Podcast Network. The Phoenix Podcast Network can be found online, Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at phoenixpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And as you know, the Phoenix Podcast Network is an affiliate of the Phoenix Creative Collective, who you've just been listening to. Uh, you can find the Phoenix Creative Collective online, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to go on the social medias. We also have our very own website, phoenixtherise.com, and you can email us at info at phoenixtherise.com. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you in our next artistic endeavor. Now, before I talk to you again... Get out there and make, or at least experience, some art. <laughs>